0: Are you looking for the perfect rehydration drink to support your active lifestyle? Well, my friends, look no further than Hoist. Hoist is there for you whether you're going to use it pre-workout, in the middle of your workout, in between sets, after workout, maybe if you're traveling, if you feel that dehydration headache sneaking up on you, or maybe if you just had a late night the night before and you need to reset and get back after it. With three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks with half the sugar and no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial preservatives, sweeteners, or dyes, Hoist is BPA-free, it's kosher, and most importantly, it's made in the USA, baby. We all use Hoist, and I can't speak highly of it enough. Whether I'm doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I'm out doing tactical operations, or I'm in the gym trying to make sure that I'm harder to kill, Hoist is always there to support me. With five delicious flavors you can pick up at your local grocery store or gas station, I love the dragon fruit, but you can try the orange, watermelon, peach mango, or strawberry lemonade. Hoist knows that you don't do normal things and you might be out in the wilderness on a hunt or you might be on a long ruck. Well, they hear you and they've also got three delicious powder packs that you can mix in water anytime you want it. Peach mango, grape, and that fruit punch is that hitter for those packets. So go check them out. If you need IV level hydration for your normal every day to day activity, or if you're trying to get after it, working two workouts a day, Hoist is there to support you. Go check them out.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Ones Ready podcast. Uh, a few technical issues this morning, but we worked through it with the help of uh, Chief Mass Sergeant Rob Gutierrez over here helping us out through things. That's just me and Peaches here today. And we want to bring uh, a Rob back on to talk about really whatever Rob wants to talk about, which is standards. That's all he talks about. I'm telling you, you go out with this guy socially and he's like, what's up with the standards, bro? So Rob, welcome back. And uh, how you doing, man?
2: I'm doing good, brother. How are you guys doing, man? Thanks for having me on. L-I-V-I-N. That's what I'm doing. Man, that's all I can do. <laughs> you guys will, uh, for everybody that's listening, you'll, you'll notice there's going to be some, some weird jumping. And maybe we see Trent. Maybe we hear Trent. Maybe we don't. I don't know. So there'll probably be some stepping on. So it is definitely not on purpose interrupting people like Aaron has a habit of doing. I mean, you know, he's just, he just, all he cares about is making jokes and interrupting people like it's crazy but whatever that is the worst he's he's the worst and if you don't like him you should unsubscribe <laughs> I can't wait no kidding I can't wait till Aaron listens to this because he, he he does he goes through and he, he picks clips out and stuff like that but anyway we digress as we're talking about exceeding the standards right and the standards Rob, you deal with a lot of like you're looking at a lot of um, applications and stuff like that because you are the functional manager, um, not the career field functional manager, but you're the um, major command functional manager and uh, for air education training command. And so you see a lot of cross training packages. And we were just kind of the reason why I want to jump into the cross training packages because we were just talking about this as we were working through our technical difficulties. So um, I'm not going to really tee it up for like with a, a specific question but when it comes to standards and exceeding the standards for uh, uh, from cross trainees what what kind of things are you seeing and what is really jumping out at you so one of the things that i've
3: <clears throat> i've recently watched and seen a trend is is um you know I, I get these packages and i look at them and i'm like okay like i'm seeing some some pretty good solid things right like i'm looking at eprs i'm looking at recommendation letters and because believe me, I will call, like I'll call every single one of them and ask, um, uh, especially for the the individuals that are coming from sister services that wanna become a combat controller or, or whatever the case in, in, in Air Force Special Warfare. Um, and I'm starting to see a trend of, of uh, um, I would say in, in some instances a little bit impatience, right? Um, but I look at them and I see, for instance, like an OFT, I'm sorry, an IFT um, sheet. And I'll notice that I'm like, why, why is this, why is this candidate, why would he send me a, a package as a, you know, as a cross-training, so you're already probably an NCO of some sort and been in the Air Force for at least two and a half years. Right? right. Or understand, you know, based on the look, podcast information here on, on, on what it is, what it, what's gonna be asked of you um, physically. And I see a lot of them where I see, you know, one over on the minimum for pull-ups, maybe two push-ups, maybe two sit-ups, a run time that's, I mean, barely eking by, by a couple seconds, a swim time that's decent, but at the same time too, if you're doing all your calisthenics first with a run and then you go in the swim, man, you're already going to be in the hurt locker and it only takes one bad day to, to drop it. So I start seeing a trend like this and I'm like, uh, man, I'm about to drop a bunch of money you know, and now, granted, it's not my money, but it's taxpayer money, and which is important. And to fund this candidate to come out and essentially, really, you know, come unprepared, and it bothers me sometimes because, you know, the the old method, right, that we used to talk about before, you know, of the older selection course and things like that. That, yeah, we used to we used to thrash people, and it was essentially you know, the strong will survive. And that was it. Um, and granted, we did most of those individuals, the, the norm, as some of the words, the norm was to exceed the standard, right? Um, but I don't really like using the word norm, because I think it's, it's, uh, it's bypassing um, the actual action. Um, and it can be, it can be used vaguely to, to divert or whatever the case is. i say exceeding the standard is the standard because you know especially over the past 20 years you know every single operator we've had out there has always exceeded the standard because why because there were sister services out there they were with the navy with the army with the marine corps some some individuals that were coalition forces you know what i mean with different types and when you look at it they exceeded the standard since the beginning that was known as the as the way forward, because if you have a mental capacity or, or or a mental piece where you are exceeding the standard, that bare minimum is not where you want to be. You want to you want the competitive, You have the competitive nature, and you have the the aggression in you and the personal um, uh, mental toughness to exceed the standard. Knowing that that standard is is here, but getting to here is where you want to be, and where you're trying to achieve. Because if you're constantly getting to here, just making the bare minimum, I mean, in that case, you can look at it from a a personal perspective and say, you know, yeah, I'm I'll be really comfortable with having just a car. Right? Well, yeah, everyone likes a car, but do you want a Honda Civic or do you want, you know, a Ferrari? You know
2: what I mean? Obviously a Civic.
3: <laughs> nah. Well right now <laughs> on fuel prices, yes. Right now yeah. <laughs> definitely you
0: know
3: I mean? But do you want to be in and, and, and if we're building a car, you know what I mean? Do you want to build a the civic or do you want to build a the Ferrari? Man, I, I want to build a Ferrari because that thing is made for performance. It's you know, it's gonna win. Um so and, and it's crazy because I see some of these packages too, and like some of them I'll even get phone calls like, well, well, Chief, I I mean I met the minimum. You kind of have to let me in. Wrong. No, I don't. I ain't got to do nothing. You know what I mean? I'm going to have plenty of packages and other individuals that are competitive that want to be in these positions that want these, these slots. And I'm going to give it to them because they're exceeding the standard. And it's not that I'm doing anything legal. It's not legal. Um, It's just the way I rack and stack
0: it.
3: And um, it, it drives me crazy sometimes to see like some of these packages and like, what the crap dude? Like, cause and I, I'm not that old and neither are you, Peach. And Trent kind of might be old, but his hair is perfection. So it never, it actually doesn't, it stays frozen in time to be perfect. <laughs> so, but none of us ever before, or even the competitive nature I see was always there. It was always like, yeah, you know, you know I, may have, I may have beat somebody in the run, but I'm worried about how he's gonna thrash me in the pool. And how he's gonna beat me in the time there, and I'm gonna push myself, right? Or, you know, the the competitive nature that we st- what we had about, um, you know, knocking out, whatever, whether it was shooting, whether it was moving stress tests, you know, you name it, you know, um, crap. I remember even and sometimes uh, with with our job and our profession, understanding certain things. I remember. Um, some of the tips guys like si would say and uh he'd be like if you can't program your radio you know at the time with a big old what's some foxtrot 117 if you can't program that thing with your hand behind you at night on the dial pack this is before we had kdu's with kdu's are cool um <laughs> you can't go back there and sit there and program your you know, your reset or whatever you got to do into a different tad or whatever the case, man, you're wrong, right? If you can't do it in, in your pack and pull it forward and do it without even looking at night and closing the closet door or whatever the case and doing it, then you are wrong. Um, and competing to be able to do it with guys like ML and, and, and other other individuals to be like, who can do it first, you know what I mean? And who can do it right, right? With the quality, not just, you know, do a radio check right after and then you, you take, because you just rushed it like you got it down to perfection every time um so i just see like that competitive nature sometimes dropping or some individuals that want just the bare minimum just to get a seat in the door and i'll get you a seat in the door but remember we're putting in we're putting our names like every mfm that 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 comes through um that is an aetc at least that that control packages like i'm putting my name on this individual to say all right i'm going to give this individual a shot that's my signature that's my piece that's my concurrence Um, so basically I, I just essentially said, hey, this guy's good, now my name's on the table that if that individual makes it, you know, and goes through, it's gonna go two ways. Either they're really good or they're really bad. And now my name's on that, and that sucks, right? I gotta make sure there's a good quality in there coming in. Um, and we're just, I'm not seeing some of that as much anymore, and and, uh, and if, like this message is gonna get out to whether it's a cross trainee or non-prior service. Um, or a such a service person that's interested in, in coming across into aspect of war, like, man, I really only want to select the, the top individuals because, when especially for combat control, like if I only have a limited amount of seats that I'm going to give to combat control for the next course or whatever the case, I'm going to give the top candidates that perform the hardest and the best. They're the only ones that are going to get the spot, you know, and everyone else, you're going to sit there and wait. You're going to wait and then they're going to send messages like, Hey, I want a a status update. And I'm like, should have read the the message traffic, try again in 60 days and give me a better IFT score. Right. And, or, you know, wait and you'll wait forever. And at some point, if you're not, if you're not updating it, whatever, like you're supposed to, I just can't, I'll close the the case out because somebody else is going to apply and someone else is going to want it. I was giving to them. So, it's is one of those things, man. That's like literally recently been seen. Um, uh, I don't know, if, Trent, if you're seeing that from your capacity and your side, but I know I have. Yeah,
1: yeah, and and I think what you said was was perfect about the. It's the mentality. It's not about the as much about the the physical, the numbers on the IFT. Um, because even when we had the three different standards for the three different pipelines coming in back in the day, all the people that were successful in those pipelines, it didn't really matter what the standards were, but the people that were exceeding those standards uh, by a certain margin were the ones that were successful. I'm not sure if you guys can hear me right now, but... Uh, that that was what led to success. It was the mentality of not settling for the minimums. Like we were talking about on the IFT podcast that we did. It it chaps me a little bit when we talk about minimums so much, and that's the standard, but that's not the mentality we're, we're looking for. So if you're calling us the MFMs and you're you know trying to beat down the door to get in the pipeline, like where was that effort and that competitive nature when you were doing your PT test, when you're getting ready? Like, why, why are you blowing up my emails when I look in there and you're just barely squeaking by? Like put a little bit more time in and then I'll work with you to, to get you in the front door. But understand that when I see your paperwork and I have to assume a mentality and I give you a phone call, and if you're not, you know, it's, it's a weird thing because you have to have that, that combination of humility, of of competitive nature, and the willingness to go above and beyond. Uh, those are the things that we're looking for to get you in the front door. So we'll just the the IFT standards. I, mean, I think there's, there's, there's a conversation to be had about some of those types of things, like about the physical standards, but it's that mentality to, to go above and beyond and to, to live beyond the minimums. That's what we're looking for, people that live their lives above what the, the minimum standard is.
3: Yeah, no doubt. There, uh, it also comes down to when I think about it, because uh, um, I'm thinking about it real uh, in-depth on, on certain things, sometimes there's an assumption, I would say, there's an assumption by other by other individuals, I guess you would say, or or candidates, or heck, I don't even know. Maybe it's recruiting. I don't know. I don't I don't ask them that many questions like that. Um, but there's an assumption that because we have a pretty solid, you know, SWIC course now that prepares individuals, that hey, if you just meet this bare minimum, don't worry, because we're gonna do the work for you. We're gonna program all these things, and 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 as long as they meet that bare minimum we can just get them there which technically we probably could right but the reality is we're going to take losses let's just let's just say we sent 10 that barely met man the way the attrition is during ans and stuff like that first of all i mean we're probably going to trip maybe six to seven out of that 10 in the first place Then aren't even just going to be completely you know succeed through ans so that Three or four that are left, you know what I mean. We have to work with, right? When in fact, we'd rather you come way more prepared, because it's proven. Um, you know, we we did an analysis with the uh, with with some of our uh, um, research guys down um, at the Human Performance uh, Group um, at Lackland. That said, hey, the individuals that far exceeded the IFT. Had a way better probable success rate through ANS. And the ones that didn't super struggled. They struggled just to barely get in in some instances. Um, now, you can, uh, you can, there's always a variable in there that's gonna you know, throw that number off, whether it's they got injured or whatever the case. Um, because I also look at injuries too, right? But there's a difference between injury and hurt. You could, You can grind through hurt all the time. An injury is an injury. You know, tearing your ACL, that's an injury. That's a legit injury, right? You know? Yeah. You you got a slight sprain? Eh, that's just hurt, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Um, Are you hurt or are you injured? (laughs) Yeah. And so, you know, we know... That this is a, a real thing. So the information also from from someone who reviews packages and looks at, and I'm trying to look at numbers all the time, like how am I going to produce for, for combat control specifically? Like how many I'm going to get in the door, how many going to produce a year to give it the to give to the teams to the operational force? You know, I put that into consideration when I'm looking at these packages too. And I'm asking our individuals that have um, access to help us out and look at the recruiting efforts like how many actually exceeded the standard how many are getting a green light from their developer you know what i mean that matters to me you know um you know in, in candidates in, in my opinion you're in charge of your own destiny like you're literally in most cases in, in the mo- i mean you're in charge of your own destiny you know your own fate and if you're out there and you're like man i'm you're asking your developer am i ready to go and he was mm. I think that we should give him more work, or you know, we need we should increase this score here before we ship you and things like that. Take him, take his word, do it. you ain't gotta go. Ain't nobody holding a gun to your head saying, Mm-hmm, I gotta leave tomorrow. Like, right? Yeah, like no nah, man. Like, but there's always, you know, there's there's looking at the glass half full, right? You can lose it positively or negatively. Then there's the negative ones that are like, well, my developer said. You know, he needs another 30 days with me. Maybe it really means 60 days. Maybe he needs, you know, 90 days. And and then he gets that 60 days and the developer's like, yeah, I'm not really feel that ready yet. You know what I mean? But no, you're, you're ready. Like, don't take advantage of it. You know what I mean? Because um, that'll burn you too. Because yeah. the developers, I'm wasting my time here with someone who's, who's uh, you know, indecisive and we don't need that.
2: Well, yeah, the, the I mean, there is a, a certain amount of time that you're allowed to stay in development, yeah. and I think, and I, I not I think I know um, that there are some instances where, you know, somebody's been in development for six, nine, almost twelve months, and they just keep pushing it off, keep pushing it off, and it's it's not really because they're not physically ready to go. It's mentally they're not there, and they've psyched themselves out, and next thing you know like you're not shipping you're not going to be a pj you're not going to do whatever you know so because you psyched yourself out you got inside your own head um so going back to the cross trainees real quick like and, and this is something that we've said and in fact when we've had you on before you've probably said this exact same thing but i want to hit it again like you're you're handed and i don't know what the actual numbers are but you're handed 10 applications to cross train right Other than ensuring that somebody isn't just meeting the standards or barely above the standards, because that is an aspect of it that you were calculating, right? But what is another way or some of the like cool points that people can get to help their package kind of stand out? Uh, Some of the things that I've said is like, hey, make sure that everything's a high quality scan, easy to read make sure there's no spelling or grammatical errors or anything like that. But what are some of the other things that people can do to go like, if I have essentially two identical people or 10 identical people, how do I help stand out? So the attention to detail, right? Remember how we used to always hear,
3: and you should, it's always the thing, attention to detail, right? Like when you put in those packages and it goes in the system, if it got down to where, and I've seen this before, I've had two candidates and they were both crushing it, right? Fantastic IFT score. Fantastic EPRs, letters of recommendations from outstanding individuals, some individuals that I even knew. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, this guy gave him a, a great LOR. Sweet, letter of recommendation. All right, right. And I'm stuck because I only got one slot left, you know, that I can handle one course or, or whatever the case. Um, you know, I'll even go back to where the attention of detail what matters to me. If I go in this system that I have through AFPC and I look at it, and I see how they've downloaded and literally named files. When I see just tab one, two, three, four, cause you can name them tab one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And I'm like, shit, which one is, oh, sorry, but oh, crap. Which one is, uh, which one's which? I don't know. And now I got to literally open each one. It takes forever. Cause obviously, you know, we don't have the fastest systems out there.
1: It's so slow.
3: It's so slow. Right. And I got to open this PDF. And then it's like, boop And it's just like a, 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 a random like file. Then I'm like, oh, it says graduate TCCC you know, certificate. Oh, sweet. Open the next one. And it's some other one. Oh, next one. I don't know what it is. And I've literally seen some candidates to have everything marked in there. Like, here's my Air Force 2992, my DA2808. My first letter of recommendation, second one letter of recommendation, my IFT score, exactly how the package is supposed to be in. I look at that attention in detail, I'm like that. Because first of all, when I open their packages, was the first one of the first things I'm gonna see. How do they name and mark everything for me? So I can go, okay, this is check, 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 check. This is good, good. I'm looking for my specific things. All right, boom. This this candidate isn't messing around like he knows exactly what to put in there for me and i can see it and i know where to look for it and and how to retrieve it and it comes down to minute stuff like that you know what i mean that i'm looking for I'm, you're right i'm looking for clear pdfs like clear documents like good scans because some of them like i'll literally send it back and say redo this completely redo it because i can't even read it yeah. you know, i can't read it i can't value it and i can't i can't adjudicate on it and i can't look at it so I'm not gonna
2: waste my time. So what about, what about, um, cause I, you know, obviously I haven't cross trained, so I don't know what the package, but what about combining everything into one PDF that's in order or would you prefer not to have that?
3: That's fine too. Like I'll, I'll take that as long as that combined PDF is in there and I open it up and then I'm gonna see it all the way down the list in, in order. order. In order, yeah. I'm, like I'm like, okay, this, this individual will just basically try
2: to collaborate everything and, and, yeah. and make it faster. What about, what about you, Trent? I saw you shake your head no.
1: No, nah, I want them all out and labeled. Ah, you know, there you go. Oh, but, man.
2: Now everybody's going to be freaking out. Like, who am I? Mean, I who, which way is the right way?
1: It's <laughs> not the end of the world. But also having multiple IFTs in there. Two testing. You know, that gives me a little bit more of a warm fuzzy than just the the single. And it's, I don't think it's a requirement, but it's always nice when they throw a few in there. So you cut
2: that. you cut out a little bit, but I think I I think I understood that you want more than if a person has taken officially more than one IFT, they should put those in there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I heard that right, but I want to make sure.
3: Yeah, and now, <laughs> now since Trent said that, now my standard will be increased, and I will no longer collaborate <laughs> PDFs, and I want them single spaced or double spaced, uh, you know APA version eight format on that. So. You're joking. You're joking, but then you say that, and now it's now it's a
2: thing. So, <laughs> um,
3: but uh, no, yeah, I, I definitely want clarity. I want the the, the items in there. Um, and Trent has a point. You know, there is some pretty good. You know, if I see multiple IFTs, because um, I'm looking at the time from when they did it, and then who who scored it, right? Yep. If, if in fact they're they're able to reach out, or um, in some cases now with our with our developers, they're reaching out to them. Um, and knocking out that PC score or that IIT, that and it's, it's validated by either them or an operator at an STS, GA unit, ASOS, you know what I mean? Someone that we trust um, for that. Um, and I want to see better, uh, oh, honestly too, would be super helpful is that we have better contact information. Yes. Like put, put your cell phone in there. everybody got a phone, you know, um, put it in there so we can contact you so we can at least have our developers contact you. Give me a good email. And check it because um, we've also seen it where our developers are trying to get a hold of cross trainees, and they're sending them their emails to the work email and other and the, and they're not getting a, they're not getting back to them, and Oof. and at that instance I'm like okay you know this individual literally has thirty days to uh, gotta wait you know and put them back on the list you know there's your opportunity. Um, You just have to be ready for it because I necessarily have, and Trent and uh, so does R of the MFM Kenny and stuff like that, Um, and Jamie, we have plenty of, uh, you know, applicants. I don't necessarily need to wait on you. I got the applicants. I'll put them in first because they're willing to immediately respond to calls, set up times for those, those IFTs to, to validate them and um go to those development sessions and get a good essay because i'll call those developers too you know i I hope that the candidates all there out there know that on the cross training side that man we know a lot of these developers that we just do we've known for years yeah (laughs) they're they're in my context on my phone i'll just call them and go what is this guy what is this candidate you know how was he What? how do you you know what i mean um how was his performance what was his attitude did you see? And I'm, you know, from a cross training perspective, like I have a I have a different standard for them, especially, and I, you know, when I call them before they come to the course and I get hold of them, I say, hey, here's your, here, here's the deal. The deal is if you fail this IFT, because like earlier this year we saw it, we had some that straight up failed the IFT, and or they quit, and we're just I was like, what? how much time and effort and money we spent to bring you over here and you decided during the IFT that you weren't going to finish the run that you were just going to like no this ain't for me like ooh you know what I mean or not even make it and say no you know
2: uh, can they just wash me back nope do you know how many people out there that are trying to get in and that person got a slot and then they decided to quit and you just impacted somebody else's life like because Maybe they're ready, maybe they wouldn't have quit. Yeah. Man, I, I wish I I wish I could cuss on this because I, I would go off on a tirade right now.
3: <laughs> oh, I've seen it. Let's and I've it. seen some of them have terrible attitudes about it, like um feel that they're like we're obligated to give them a second chance. I'm like, nope. I ain't
2: obligated to give you shit. Give you,
3: give you dirt. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm obligated to do what I'm obligated to get you RTB.
2: Yeah, and here's yeah, and here's exactly. the thing, man. Everything is an assessment. Everything is an eval. Anywhere from you know you want to talk about your signature block with contact information, that's an assessment and an eval, right? Whether you, a phone call with either one of you two or or Kenny or any of the MFMs, that's an eval. That's a that's an assessment because you don't think that that person isn't taking your name and going, oh, well, this person was just a straight up arrogant asshole to me. No, like everything is an eval you are being judged on everything right
3: i mean <laughs> it, it, it drives me nuts sometimes i'm like damn you know because you're right i think about when i see certain things like that and uh for instance like i said if i'm to go watch an ift coming up and if somebody fails it i'm literally looking at it and i'm going damn i had four other dudes that I could have. I, damn it i could have brought them instead i could have sent this this other cannon instead and this guy wasted my time you know what i mean and i'm at to the point now where i'm not even i'm not gonna yell or scream or not. no man i'm just gonna be like all right man cool if you fail see you later good luck
2: i got nothing go do, for you
3: got nothing for you go do great things for the air force I... you can do whatever bye <laughs>
2: you
1: know let's say bye felicia you know, what I mean? you, you know what i i do like to hear though is i It's frustrating when people that are co-located with like an RQS or an STS or a, an ASOS don't even go over there to attempt to get a brayware to give them their past. Like when, when someone like I had a, a buddy from the 26 call me, he's like, hey, why is this dude knocking on our door and asking for a past? I'm like, yes, good. No, if they tell you that they don't have time, the FO, and I still get a phone call about it, that's still a positive. Yep. But if you're there with them and there's a quite a few bases with these units there, and you don't even try and you just go down to the fitness center or have your PTL or whatever, give you a a PT test. It's a, it's a little bit of a red flag. I'd at least like you to make the effort. And even if they tell you to, to, you know, kick rocks, that's, that's better than nothing.
3: Yes. The consistency of, of consistently trying, you know what I mean? Of going after it, you know, it shows initiative. Um, And Man, we're, we're looking for it. Those, those are minute details. Also that like, like Trent says that we're looking for, um, specifically, you know, I'm looking for it as well. Uh, um, also, uh, there's some things in packages I'm looking at, like I'll see, sometimes I won't see the greatest EPRs. I won't, but the, but the individual, like the last EPR they have was fantastic. And I looked at before I go, hmm, let's ask. Right. And I'm like, Hey, just be honest with me. Tell me why you were marked down on the two years before but this one you know is great and the honesty matters i've had some candidates go man i had a really rough year and i just didn't have my i didn't have all my eggs in the basket you know um i fixed it i i made a mistake or i made a mistake and um yeah like dude i'm square i learned from my mistake i make that mistake again okay and i'm not i'm not looking for Boy Scout you know um, so man everybody makes mistakes peach knows i made tons of mistakes <laughs>
2: you know what I mean? um dude I've, I've it's only it's only 8 a.m here and i've already made three or four yeah. mistakes
3: <laughs> you're like hey man i made the mistake and i fixed it i mean hell that just says that uh you know in life in general your experiences and stuff like that that you're able to make a correction and move forward in a positive direction okay cool right i'll take that i'll take that honesty i'll take that humility i'll I'll take that piece there are some where i'm like man my supervisor screwed me you know what i mean i did this and that and, and he still screwed me i'm like okay he's not willing to accept the criticism you know or understand it and make a correction um and or sometimes their ego in some instances that they were just you know too good or whatever the case and that's not something I'm really looking for. You know what I mean? Um,
2: Stop attacking me. <laughs> yeah.
3: You know what I mean? Like, it, it, you, you, can't, you can't make the correction off of, you know, a supervisor in most instances, which I have, to, I have to go off the stance that that person's already here and you're right here when it comes to technical knowledge, expertise, and things like that. And they're giving the corrections. And you're always like, no, I'm right. The book says this, my interpretation of this. And but an evaluation or whatever is still at here and you're not there and you're not willing to accept that and comes up to here then maybe this isn't for you
1: you know i'll call their supervisor i don't care
3: yeah, yeah. and I, i've yeah. had some that i've called too and they're like man he's real awesome at pt but this guy can't like follow directions really well at all, you know? I've had to correct them numerous times of I've given I've got MFRs on lined up. Oh, for real? Okay. Mind send me one or let me see it or read me some. Oh yeah, I'll read them to you. Like, okay, cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate your opportunity and time.
2: How many, how many people will you guys call? Like if if you have a candidate and or okay, so I, I guess it's kind of a two part question is at what is something that jumps out at you that would make you call? Or are you call on every single person, and then how many people are you calling? Are you calling the applicant, supervisor, and then and then you know chief and and commander? or are you just kind of so first question, what's making you call? Uh red flags
3: for me that are are making me call is if I see a uh, a a huge uh, um, like difference in EPRs. I'll call, for sure. Um, and I'll call. A, I'll call the direct supervisor, or I'll look up that. I'll look at that EPR, and I'll see their their first line supervisor that wrote it, and I'll call them directly. Like I'll look them up on the globe. It's easy. You know what I mean? MS Teams is everywhere for the yep. service. I'll find a way, and I'll call. Right. Um, and then if I can't, if that person's like out or whatever the case, um, I'll go to the letter's of recommendation. Um, I'll bring it up, because they may or may not know. Um, I'll look at where the, what unit they were at and stuff like that, and I go, okay, they were at the same unit, same time frame, okay. Because um, remember, I have access to AMS, so I can I can easily look up look up surfs and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Um,
3: other things that make me call are um, uh, bare minimum past or IFT scores, like bare minimums. I'll call the candidate directly. Right. Um, uh, what else? Um, If I see uh, um, like on the cross, when I, for sister services, they come in, they write a a narrative, right, on why. And if I see something that jumps at me, for instance, I've seen one where it's like, hey, I really want to be a combat controller. I got to watch, I I seen some combat controllers down range or I was with the army and I saw them and and I really want to do that. And then they talk about another career field. Like I also had, you know, pararescue in mind i also had sr in mind i'm okay well i'll call him and go you know like what direction do you want to go because right now you're telling me like you're not being clearly defined on what you want and your 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 short medium and long-term goals of where you want to be in the air force so it triggers the hey i want to come in but i might change my mind too you know what i mean because with for instance cross cross trainees that are sister service they're essentially getting almost like a gtep type of uh contract yep so if you come in and say you want to be a combat controller well that's what i'm going off of And, and you're you're either going to become a combat controller or you're going to go to either a the needs of the air force which by the way in strength is 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 getting cut so you're probably going to see the door um and uh and you're not going to get an opportunity to to switch you over like i'm not going to do it because then i have to fight for that i got to go to trent to his cfm and say hey you know this guy you know wants to do this and i'm just not doing that because those are my guaranteed opportunities that i'm getting to the career field that i'm validating and putting in the system to make it through for production that i know know that i'm gonna you know produce because they have a pretty high success rate right now with cross trainees and sister services those are guaranteed numbers that are going to go into the the career field in comparison to the um, special war for open enlistment, where if they're not in that top 10%, top 15%, where they get their choice, they're going to go to the needs. Um, So that's kind of a, a little bit of a gamble. This is a guaranteed. I'm going to put my eggs in this for sure to run with. And I don't want to see any discrepancies of second thought or anything like that or or well, if I don't make it, I'm just gonna go this. It's mm, not
1: how it works, man. Or like a, a prior in doc failure when they first joined. Gotta call those guys. Yep. Or or pipeline failures mm-hmm. to, to see where they're at now. Yep. And then, yeah. And so, I'll I'll say for for my side. Sorry, Peaches. No, go for it. Go for it. Um the the EPRs. So I don't care like if I call your supervisor and they're like this dude is or or gal is technically proficient. They're great at their job. They're always here on time. They're professional, but they don't really step up for all the, the off base volunteer or whatever because they're busy working out. I'm 100% okay with that. I want you to be great at your job. So like sometimes that's the reason for a call. If you'll see a markdown on an EPR, you call and be like, well, are they, are they really good at their job? Are they professional airmen and all this other stuff? And if that's all yes, like how you spend your own time it i'm assuming you're spending your own time working out and getting ready to to cross over so um but that that excellence at work is is key for me one of the keys i concur on that
2: that's interesting you guys say that because they and i like that you're saying that because the air force um especially the the enlisted performance report you know evaluation system or whatever puts a lot of emphasis or Not as much nowadays, but it still puts a decent amount of emphasis on education and volunteering, which you're right. If somebody has a goal in mind, like you know, to change their life path and their career path, and you're opting to not go to college, not volunteer off base or on base uh, so that you can spend a year, you know getting a lot better physically and ready to go in the pipeline like I yeah rock on I'm game there's gonna be a lot of people that are like <laughs> a lot of supervisor now they're like oh nobody's volunteering now Fuck, way to, whoops man I am I'll tell you what I'm all fired up I'm trying not to cuss and and yeah yeah I tell you what you know what got me all fired up Rob was you talking about cross tradees that came in and then quit. I'm still stuck on that because that really oh. that really pissed me off, but oh. um, like but I do want to ask you something about the the 125 alpha because that's a question that we get often is if you have somebody who went to the old Ndoc or went to ANS now and they SIED or they they quit their 125 alpha if it says, you know, do not return or whatever like that, is there a way to get that changed or is that a, that is a non-starter right from the, right from the get-go?
3: That one's tough because um, when I look at it, I look at it two different ways. I look at it when they made that decision. Like if it was Airman basic, you know what I mean? That's one thing I'm like, okay. And the kid just you know during that time frame you just had the pass test and then you got thrashed right i do look at the capabilities of what we have um within the organization to, to build people right and um i look at it the other way as in um in some instances where i've seen some of these names and i'm like hmm i was i was down at the course and watched this i watched this individual quit and man i'm just not going to take that risk Like, like, sorry, you know what I mean. I seen it in nature or whatever the case, Um, and I'm just like, "Mm, man, maybe, maybe not, not today. Um, So it's it's not a it's not a end it's not a a no like a a non starter, Um, but if I do see like individuals that I've that were for instance because they're 125 alpha, and then I try to get the information to say when did they start the pipeline too. Right. If they were, um, you know, cause we can dig back in certain archives and look and I said, oh, okay, this kid was in the pipeline for a year and a half and then decided to quit and I look at the, the, the record was like, you know, um, student out of training, in training, student out of training for a long time, you know, based on injury or whatever the case, and then went back to training, oh, student out of training again. And it was just lingering. Like I'll look at that and go, mm, no, this is not someone I'm looking for. Um, but if it was just like a, Hey, was in training, 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 they're just out because you just had a rough day or whatever the case. Yeah. I'll consider it. You know what I mean? I'll look at the whole package itself and go, all right. You know? Um, Cause there are some guys that, that man, they just had a bad day or, you know, maybe had some, um, some issues. Like I'll call those individuals themselves. and like, can you, can you look back and think like, why, like, why did you quit that day? I've had some candidates tell me, Hey man, I'll be honest with you. You know, my family member died. And I thought, I thought that just staying through and training through it, that I would use it as a motivation to get through, but it was just too much and I couldn't overcome it. So I quit and I went home to see that May I give, I'm going to give I'm not a heartless bastard. You know what I mean? You know, um, I'm gonna be like, you know, I'll be like, yeah, hey, man, let's give you a shot. You know what I mean? But you can't quit. Like you quit again, you'll, you'll never see another opportunity. And then I'll, I'll see that same. If you quit again, I'll see that package. And then if you try to go somewhere else I'm I'll be like, Hey, just so you know, this guy's done it twice. This is the first reason I gave him an opportunity. The second one here and he did it again. So that's trend now. So I, I would advise you on it. You know what I mean? So, um, We literally sit like cubicle to cubicle right next to each other. So, um, and then um, yeah, so it's not it's not a non-starter. I just look at it pretty thoroughly. I've been pretty pretty successful with some of them, you know that I that I have. Um, Because sometimes maturity does take a little bit a lot longer. You know, it took me what eighteen years to become mature. (laughs) And here we are. And here we are. You know what I mean? Um, So. Yeah, th- those, are, those are those are definitely, they're not a non-starter, but um, I have to look into it more. And it ends up being 50-50, you know,
1: so. Yeah, but that, that's also that attitude that sometimes candidates will bring about, hey, I passed this test and uploaded this paperwork, so you, you owe me a slot. Like, understand that, especially if you were in the pip- uh, pipeline previously, that the process is going to take a little bit longer. I'm going to look a lot closer at you. I'm going to look at your age that you were when you, when you quit pipeline, you know, I'm going to talk to you about, you know, lessons that you learned, like it's just going to take a lot longer to get to yes. Uh, then, you know, some of the other folks out there. So oh yeah. Catch any of that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and it, and it goes back to like,
3: you know, to those packages too, not being a naysayer, but if you have a 125 alpha, you already know in some instances what we're looking for. So if you send me an IFT score that's barely passing, I won't even consider it. That right there is a non-starter. Like I look at a 125 and you've got like, you know, one pull up here and two push ups there and, you know, three sit-ups over. Nope. Cause you, you already know you already, you've already been through a small portion of you seen it, you tasted it. Um, so you already know, like I will... Uh, in that instance, you know, your experience should drive you to understand that the past at the time or now the IFT is the minimum standard. You should be crushing that thing and trying to raise the bar. Um, you know, because I've even brought up too with the other career field managers that we should have a, a minimum IFT, because that's what we can work with, the bare minimum that we could work with to be hopefully be successful. Then we should have a optimum standard that optimum standards where you should try to be achieving, you know? Um, because maybe it's the fact that we got to give that to them. Like you have to tell them, which I don't think you should. I think you should exceed it as far as you can, um, but maybe that's just a, a, a quantifiable number um, or goal that we need to look at and go, okay, like this individual here is getting to hear, man, they're going to be really successful. And it would honestly, in some instances, Probably help us rack and stack the candidates on who's ready and who's not. Um, some people take a little bit longer, you know. Hell, I failed my first pass test coming into the service.
2: You remember your first pass test?
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> that one I do remember because I tanked it. I actually, I I just tanked the swim, like, and at that point I was like, nope, that ain't ever gonna happen again. You know what I mean? Um, it definitely. As a young as a younger male, you know, what I mean, um, where I'm from, it, it hurt my ego and that that made a big change, too, on some other things.
2: Yeah, you're from um... from National
3: City, man. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you couldn't go back having uh, failed or uh, quit.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that's one of those things, too, though, we're we're trying to protect the candidate. We're not just gatekeeping for the, the career field. We want we don't want to waste your time. We don't want you to waste our time. If you show up and you can't pass the the IFT, or you barely squeak through, man, we we want people to show up and you know, in the, the words of, of Ron Helm, and and so we want to give you the best possible chance to to be successful, to to make the career field more successful, and all these other things. It's not like we're just like think that we're better than you. We want you to to show that, you know, you you want to come here and crush it. That's that's the end of end of the goal.
0: Right,
3: because <clears throat> at, also at the end of the day too um I, I see this and and i look at it as like so as as peach said you know every day is selection every day every day you're being assessment selected. right selected so your efforts should be 120 like exceeding it right but what i am asking is at the end of the day you are going to be part of an organization and or part of a a, a a profession in which it's not about who you are and how how great you are which in turn you're going to end up thinking like what is the air force what is special warfare what is special tactics what is guardian angel what does tech P have to offer to you it's what do you have to offer to them what kind of asset are you going to become to the team how are you going to improve us how are you going to make us better you know what i mean instead of like i what are you guys gonna do for me it should be what, look what I can bring to you. Look what I can bring to, you know, troop two or silver team or what, look what I can bring to what I have to offer for you. Right. Um, you can say, Hey man, like, you know, in the competitive nature too, like you could show up eventually one day and say, man, I may be able to run, you know, fast and, you know, you know, double the, the maximum OFT points, you know, whatever the case, but guess what? I am super, i i believe that i am more technically savvy to run any program or anything and make our team more efficient or you know i've seen in some instances where like on team I, I had a couple guys that were their niche was obviously for the improvement of the team but i tell you what when we're looking to buy certain things equipment or whatever the case they knew the equipment so well and they're like we need to buy this because they researched it, they offered to the team, like, hey, here's our options. Man, we've done X, Y, and Z with this one, X, Y, and Z with this one, but we'll tell you that this one supersedes this because of this reason, and this is why we should buy this and spend our money to buy this, this equipment, because it's known, it works, and it's worked in this scenario, that scenario, whatever the case, they're offering their knowledge and their expertise to the team to make it better. So we don't waste our money buying some other garbage. You know what i mean that's just like and it may sound really like just minute or whatever but that matters when you're on established budgets and things like that um when you know uh in some individuals that you know that that come into the pipeline or whatever the case and they have a uh, a networking engineering degree or whatever the case and they are showing individuals and as an improvement in asset to the team like man you can move a kmz file like this way easier just do this. Teach it. It's over, right? Um, that you know we may have learned like a 15-step process, and they're like, "No, nah, man, check it out. You can just do it in three steps. Watch this. Boom, boom, boom. And it's safe and it works." Like, what kind of, what, what positives? What, what, um, what resources? What internally do you have that can make the team better? So it falls into the like exceeding the standard in that instance. Like you are exceeding your um, the normal. Or the the norms that because and I I emphasize that because I hate hearing norms. I think it's stupid. I think the standard is a standard. It's always been in writing. Like yeah, culture. But we have we do have a culture of being hard because a you know if you think about it, Mother Nature gives zero zero crap of you. It's, it's gonna happen no matter what, it doesn't care. So, um, you know, the harder you are, the more exceeding the standard you are, the harder you train and the harder you work, your better success rate in life in general. Um, and whatever operation we send you out to go do in whatever climate, you know what I mean? Um, and then B, our culture is hard because we, we like to hold a competitive nature because at the end of the day, we're in the Air Force. And even to this day, now, you know, you send an Air Force, you know, combat controller, pararescue, you know, special reconnaissance or tech B airmen, to a sister service, they're just going to go, mm, you're just in the Air Force, right? Well, <laughs> you're, you're, you're just the Air Force guy, you know. And we're in a, we're basically, you know, validating our reputation every day, all the time, with with everyone else. Because through time, those individuals that, you know, those now command star majors that, that that Peach worked with, you know what I mean? Or the ones that I worked with were Trent and all these, other, all these other guys, they're gone. They've retired. There's a new one in town. And he knows there's very little of what we can bring in to offer. And we have to prove ourselves over and over and over every day. Yep. You know? So that's why I hate hearing, like, the norms and blah, blah, blah nonsense, man. Nonsense. Straight up. Like we have to train individuals to be the best warfighters out there. And it starts with exceeding the standard, like exceeding coming in with a mindset of you will crush it. You know what I mean? Um, in whatever you do.
2: Absolutely. And what can well, you offer? Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah, exactly. You're right. What can you offer? Because you are the one that is wanting to come and join us like yeah, we need people. You're right. Yeah. We're critically manned, but like, I'm not interested in taking somebody who's not motivated, not of good character and kind of a shitty teammate. Like I'm just not interested in it. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to wrap us up now since, uh, I've got better audio and video than, than Trent does. So, uh, really appreciate you joining us, Rob. I'm sorry, man. I just got to call you out. I'm, it's not personal. It's just business. Right. But, uh,
1: Feels i mean
2: hey that's yeah it feels personal well you know i've already attacked aaron on this i've attacked you um rob's the guest so i'm not going to do that but believe me uh i'll attack myself after this so i uh, appreciate you joining us um again like we always enjoy having you on you you provide a whole lot of insight especially from a a functional um you know uh a functional manager, especially at AETC, or Air Education Training Command. So um, again, you're, you're welcome anytime, and uh, we're happy to have you on. So everybody that's out there listening, please like, subscribe, hit that bell. That way uh, you know whenever we release a new episode. And if you feel like you want to leave us a review on Apple Podcast or uh, a five-star on Spotify, we'd appreciate it yes the merch store is closed right now but it'll reopen here soon and we'll announce that so uh for everybody that's out there later 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 thanks james